right, y'all. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about, because I think it's important sometimes for us to know as a whole how important it is to be considerate of other people, considerate of other people's situations and their circumstances. Um, you know, consider, good morning, Rachel, good morning, Tisha, considerate of the things that they go through. Because sometimes we can be so overwhelmed in our own life and, 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 and not really be paying attention to what's happening in the lives of other people. But whenever we find ourselves knowing what other people are going through, it's very important for us to be considerate. Good morning, Sid. Good morning, Tina. Good morning, Nikki. It's very important for us to be considerate. Philippians chapter number four, verse five um, says that let everyone see that you're considerate in all that you do. And that's the New Living Translation. Let everyone see, you know, how considerate that you are in all that you do. Being considerate of other people's feelings. Being considerate of other people's situations. Being considerate of other people's needs. Being considerate of other people's lives. Good morning, Shanita. Good morning, Angel. It's very important, y'all, for us to be considerate. And to be mindful. You know, you got there's some people just selfish, right? There are people, there are, and even all of us can say we be completely honest. Sometimes we're just we're selfish when it comes to being there for other people. And I've said it before, we've talked about it before. Um being considerate for those people, be considerate to the needs and the feelings and the emotions and the situations of other people, especially those who take our situations into consideration, who are there for us when we go through tough times. So yesterday I had the opportunity uh, to be the uh, speaker at service at our at our 10 o'clock main service on yesterday, and I talked about um, the disciples and their consideration and their lack of consideration uh, for Jesus as he was going through his storm and as he was going through his trouble. And I came from Mark chapter 14, verse 32, um, yeah, verse 32 through verse 42. And I read it from the New International Version. And it talks about uh, in quickly. And I want to say this so I, so I can go because I think it's important for us to hear uh, these things because, again, sometimes we can not be considerate. So in Mark 14, or let me put it like this. No, let me say, in Mark 14, Jesus took his disciples, Jesus and his disciples were in Gethsemane. And so when they arrived at Gethsemane, he talked to all 12 of his disciples and he said to them, y'all sit here while I go and pray. Simple instructions, sit here while I go and pray. But he went a little further and he took Peter, James and John's with Peter, James and John along with him. And he told them, um, you know, hey, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He was being he was being 100 percent real with these three people with his inner circle. Good morning, CC. Good morning, Lily. Edith. He was being sincere and open and honest because there are certain things that you 
that that you you know certain places certain times in our lives we don't let everybody in those places we allow people to see what we want them to see we allow people to hear or people to know things about us that we want them to know everybody doesn't deserve uh knowing about the intimate details of your personal life whether it's how you're feeling emotionally how you're doing um uh physically you know, just your mindset and where you are. So Jesus didn't take all 12 with him and release his heart to him, to them. He only took the three that he believed that he can be 100% open and honest and not them be immature and respond in an immature manner. Sometimes you got to ask yourself, do people not tell me the, the intimate details of their lives or the full details of their situation because they don't trust me? Because they don't trust my level of maturity? Is it something that's going to be used against me down the line? Is it something that'll be flipped on me tomorrow? Oh my God. Can you, uh, uh, let me like this. Do you, this is the question for today. Do you consider yourself someone that can be trusted with another's deepest emotions oh my goodness do you consider yourself someone that can be trusted with another's deepest emotions do you consider yourself that person if you talk too much about minor stuff if you Tell everybody's business about minor stuff. People are not going to trust you with their intimate details. They're not going to trust you with their heavy truth. Because there are three types of people. There, there, there's the type of people. Uh, there's the type of person that, good morning, Tan. There's the type of person that are, is not concerned about your crisis. There's a the type of person who can't handle seeing you in crisis. And then there's a third type of person who can't help you in your crisis. Somebody that's not concerned, somebody that can't handle seeing you in a crisis, and then somebody who can't even help you in crisis. And most of the times we find ourselves releasing the deepest parts of our emotions, the most troubling parts of our lives to people who are unconcerned and people who can't help. People who are unconcerned and people who can't help. Good morning, Penny. So Jesus entrusts the three disciples, Peter, James, and John. Good morning, Karen. He trusts Peter, James, and John with something that he doesn't trust everybody else with. So he releases to them his distress. He releases to them uh, his trouble. And so once he... He, he had them there and he released where he was. He released how troubled he was in his spirit. He released how, how in pain he was, that he was overwhelmed. This is Jesus, the Savior, Jesus, the Christ, Jesus, the healer, Jesus, the, the deliverer, saying that I'm overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. I'm releasing this to you because I don't trust Everybody else, all of these other people who thronged me in crowds, 
Good morning, Tracy. All of these other people who were around me while I was healing, while I was setting free, while I was making the lame walk, uh, the blind uh, to see, the dumb to talk, while I was helping people getting delivered of evil spirits. They, these people, I could only trust with what they saw me do. They were only interested in what I was doing, what I could do for them. But I'm trusting you because I believe that I can trust you with who I really am, what I'm really going through. So he says to his disciples, listen, he said to Peter, James, and John, I want you to stay here and keep watch. Good morning, Auntie G. I want you to stay here and keep watch. So then after he released that to them, he left and went further into the Garden of Gethsemane. And then he prayed to his father. He explained to his father where he was feeling in his flesh. When he came back, listen, when he came back, he found Peter, James, and John sleep. All of the disciples were asleep. He just says, wait a minute, are you asleep? I'm going through my greatest trial. I'm going through a very difficult season in my life. And you're asleep. Where, where are you when people really need you? People, these same disciples didn't go to sleep while Jesus was working miracles. Good morning, Erica. These same disciples stayed up with him. They were up with him as long as he was moving, as he was traveling. Yes, I understand that you're tired. Yes, I understand that you're weary. Yes, I understand that your eyes are heavy. But all I asked you to do was to stand watch while I pray. Can you handle my crisis? There are a lot of people who will go to sleep when you need them most. Who will not be there when you need them most. And I want to, I want to, I really want to uh, encourage all of us to make sure that we stay awoke for the people who show up for us. That we are considerate of other people's crisis or their crises. Three different times. Listen, three different times. He left them. Good morning, Debbie White. Three different times he left them. And he went to pray. And he came back and found them asleep. How many people can say, you know what? I, I was going through a tough time in my life and I and I thought that I could go to uh somebody who I who I who had trusted me and 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 I really believed uh that they were, were going to be there for me that they were going to stand up for me that they were going to be present with me that they were going to pray for me that they were going to intercede for me but what happens when the encourager needs encouragement what happens when the healer is hurting what happens when the intercessor needs intercession when the prayer warrior needs prayer when the helper needs help. Oh my God.
So in Mark chapter 12, I think it is a couple of uh, the, the, what I just posted. Shame on us. If we sleep on someone we say we love who is going through a crisis. Shame on us. In Mark chapter 12, I think it's Mark chapter 12. Well, I know it's a couple of couple of chapters over. Jesus goes to Peter and he says, Peter, do you love me? 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 He doesn't ask any of the other disciples that. He asked Peter that. Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. He gives him instruction. Feed my lamb. Gives him instruction. Feed my sheep. Mark chapter 14, if you go up in those verses while you're going back and reading it. Jesus says to the same Peter who is adamant about his love for Jesus. He says to Peter, before this cock crows three times, you are going to deny me. Or you're going to deny me three times before the clock crows. No, not me, Jesus. No, not me, Jesus. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Sheffield. No, not me, Jesus. And here, Peter, who there's no doubt in Jesus' mind. There's no doubt in any of our minds that Peter loved Jesus. The love that he had for Jesus. But, when Jesus needed him most, he went to sleep. And this morning we're talking about, for those who just joined in, we're talking about being considerate. Being considerate of other people's crisis. And I get it. Everybody can't handle what, you, what you're really going through. Everybody can't handle what you're really facing. Everybody, everybody doesn't know how to bring resolution or provide a solution for your issues and your problems. But Jesus didn't ask them to perform a miracle. Jesus didn't ask them to do anything extravagant. The only thing he asked them to do was one group. He says, sit here while I pray. Then another group, he says, stay here and keep watch. One group just to sit. Just sit here. That's your, your only task. Sit here. Then he gives Peter, James, and John the assignment of keeping watch. And when Jesus comes back, he comes back. And he says, you know what? This is the second time I done came and y'all asleep while I'm going through this suffering. You're asleep. So when he found them sleeping, he, they didn't even know what to say to him. Some people don't know what to say to you when they have failed you. Ooh. So you ain't got nothing to say? You know how we ask our kids? Good morning, Katrina. You know how we say to our kids when our kids get in trouble, when our kids go off and and uh, and do whatever. 
You know, what what were you thinking? You did this, da 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 and you you know what 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 you know what what were you thinking? They don't have anything to say. They drop their heads and say nothing. People don't know what to say when they have failed you. When they have let you down. That's why some people can't give an explanation of why they didn't show up when your mother passed away. Why they didn't show up when your dad was going through his sickness. They didn't have anything to say because they don't know what to say when they know they failed you. When, when they have let you down. But we, we, we continue to try to force people to give an explanation when they can't. They can't give an explanation. Mm-hmm. We're, we, we, we at times as people can be very inconsiderate. Even if you even if you can't go call if you don't want to call you don't want to be that type of person that's calling just just send a send a text message there's so many ways there's so many ways that we can be we can show our consideration and our concern for people other than being in their face. Because not everybody. Good morning Curtis. Because not everyone likes a bunch of company. There are some introverts. Who just like to go through. But at least you can say. I did my part. At least you can say. I did my part. And when you love people, sometimes you have to go out of your way to do something for them. You got to go out of your way sometimes. Maybe it's something that you don't normally do, but because I'm going to show my support. I'm, finna, I'm teaching this here this morning, but, I, I, but I, 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 I'm going to use it because it's, you know, just something that happens. You know, maybe you don't do funerals, but if, if. This is someone you love and somebody you care about and you want to show your support. Just, I don't have to be on the program. I don't have to be sick. I just want you. I, I may not know nobody else in this family, but I just want you to see my face so that you know I'm here not to be seen, but to my, my presence to be felt. Sometimes you just, you gotta, you gotta do it. What I'm talking about when you love. When you love. Morning, sugar. When you love. You put a pause on it. Pause on, put a pause on, on, on what you, what you want. And say, listen, if it's only for, if it's only for a minute, if it's only for 30, it when I'm talking about when you look, these, th again, there's no doubt in my mind that these disciples did not love Jesus, but they slept 
they slept. How I, I, I can't. We, you know, you. I'm telling you, you just have this in your mind sometimes. You know, like when you know somebody <laughs> is going through something or they're struggling. You, you can't. You can't hardly sleep. You barely rest because you're concerned about them, because you're worried about them. And, and everybody who loves you ain't concerned about you. Everybody who loves you, uh, you know, don't, don't worry about you. You get what I'm trying to say? Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm hoping that I'm, I'm helping. Oh, that's worth writing down. Be mindful and considerate. And guess what? And I even said yesterday, and it's worth repeating if I can remember everything I said. Um, you know, some people say, you know, well, um, the disciples went to sleep on Jesus because when they were going through their storm, he was asleep at the bottom of the ship. He was asleep at the bottom of the boat. So I'm just doing, they were just doing to him what they, what he did to them. So, uh, I don't even remember what book is in, 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 in any of the gospels, you'll find it. But, uh, Jesus said, come, let us go to the other side. And when they were on the boat, they were going, uh, going across, uh, they were going across the lake or going across the sea. And there was a big storm on the sea. So the disciples on top of the ship on, on the on the ground floor, and he, you know, they're upset and they're go, getting frantic. Uh, they're the faith that they thought they had seemed to disappear, and they they go screaming to Jesus, "Wake up, wake up! How can you sleep while we're going through this storm?" So Jesus, you slept on us while we're going through. So now we're gonna go to sleep on you. You know, you slept while we were going through the storm. And I said, the difference is, you know, you, some people say, well, they didn't show up for me, so I ain't going to show up for them. Or, you know, they, they didn't do this for me, so I'm not going to do this for them. When I was, no, you, you, you're responsible for how you respond to another person's crisis. You can't handle how they do you. And if God is leading you to do something, say something. When someone is going through or he gives you that unction, Miss Carolyn, good morning, then you need to follow through so you're not held responsible and accountable for doing for not doing something that God laid on your heart to do. I don't care if they are they are you you consider them or they consider you an enemy. You do it and let God deal with the results, right? You obey God and do what he lays on your heart to do. So they was like, you know what? You slept on us, you slept on us. But the difference was when Je when they went and walked Jesus up the first time, he gave them a word. He said, oh, yeah, little faith. Why why you come bothering me when I you, you've seen all of the things that I've done which should have increased your faith? Right? So you could have handled this, but since you didn't, he then he he calms the sea.
solution to their problem. When they went to sleep on Jesus, he woke them up three times and they didn't have nothing to say. At least, my husband uh, echoed this during the message yesterday, at least Jesus, when he woke up, he woke up with a word. He woke up with a solution. He woke up with a remedy. He woke up with help. He provided them something when he woke up out of sleep. They didn't give him anything. They didn't have anything to say to a man who had took them out of poverty and blessed them and chose them to do the work of ministry with him while he walked on this earth. He was not important enough to at least give a word of encouragement. They had absolutely nothing to say. Lord, please forgive us. Please forgive us for not having an excuse. Oh my, that's major. Please forgive us for not even having an excuse. For not being there during a crisis. Good morning, Katandra. Okay. Well, let me go on and crank up the music. Good morning, Ann. You know. So that's the morning show for the day, ladies and gents. I appreciate you for tuning in. Hopefully I've shifted your day. Pay attention to people's crisis. Pay attention to it. Hopefully we, from this point on, if we've handled um, other people's crisis with inconsideration, that will change as effective today. Lord, forgive us for not having an excuse of why we don't be mindful and considerate of others when they're in crisis. Because you'll find out now, if you don't show up for people when they're in their crisis, that, that it'll be, you'll, you'll be the talk of the town. That you're inconsiderate, that you're unconcerned, and you just talk the talk and don't walk the walk. But when, but if they don't show up for you, there's not even an excuse. There's not even a reason. No, 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 nothing. And granted, you gotta be honest. You gotta be truthful. There's just you can't make it to everything for everybody. Good morning, Miss Pat Jones. Vaughn, good morning, sis. 
Tara Williams. So we have to be considerate. We have to be considerate when other people are going through crisis. If you want people to be there for you, make sure you're there for other folks. Not be selfish. Be to others what you want others to be to you. You know, the Bible says that golden rule that we teach our children. Yeah, I forgot to say that, Karen. Yeah. So I appreciate y'all for tuning in for those who are just popping on now. Um, just popping on now. You got to go back and catch us on the replay. Chill, Will. I ain't know you was on, my brother. Good morning. So again, be considerate. Um, you know, you may not be, you may not have all the answers, but give what you can give. You know, again, if you can't be there in person, uh, a phone call, a text message, a call, a something, just to let people know that you care and that you're concerned. Especially like Karen said, when you have, uh, when you have a connection with them, you they hurt, you hurt. You feel it when they go through. And you may not have all the answers, but at least, you know, you provide what you can. And yesterday, um, I, I don't want to even go into that. We don't even have time to deal with it. But uh, I appreciate y'all for tuning into the morning shift. Remember, you like it, you love it. Make sure you share it. Thank you for your ears. Hopefully I said something to shift your day, shift your week. Listen, it's the beginning of the work week. Let's go on and make this week great and make today great. Do you have a great time? Put a smile on somebody else's face. Remember, it could be worse. Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace. Your girl out. Crank it up, DJ.